Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. College football is finally upon us. Week zero will be starting on Saturday, the 27th. We'll have a couple of games, so it is back. It's the most exciting time of the year to be back to college football. Uh, and hopefully everybody is doing well out there. And welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Follow it, rate it on Apple and iTunes. Follow my Twitter at coach underscore steve 72 send me a message to be on the podcast um leave a comment in the comment section down below also check out the belly up media network at bellyupsports.com there's podcast blogs everything out there for everybody not just sports something for everybody bellyupsports.com to check out belly up media network college football is here and we you know i've broken down every single conference and we only got one more left but i had to get this episode out as quickly as possible for my Illinois Fighting Illini, which is right over here. You can see if you're watching the video, the Illinois symbol. Growing up right outside of Champaign-Urbana, being a huge Illini fan, we went through the Big Ten and I said I would not do anything for Illinois until we got its own episode because we will break down Illinois football games. They opened up Week Zero with Wyoming. They'll be not the first football game on, but they'll be one of the first football games that we get to see. Coach Brent Bielema is excited to always do Week Zero. It helps with recruiting. It helps um, start to play a little bit early. You get an extra bye week to help them out, so he loves it. You lose less practice time, but he loves it. But the Illinois Final Line are back, so we will discuss the Illinois 2022 season. I've talked about it a little bit before. Um, but we will talk about it more here, and we'll talk about their matchup versus Wyoming on Saturday this weekend. So let's talk about it. Yes, I'm an Illinois fan, so it'll be a little biased, but we're going to talk about it. Illinois football last year went 5-7, and seven, 
And so they're coming off year one under Coach Brent Bielema. They were a handful of plays away from getting to a bowl game when a bowl game had opened up. They put a bid in, but they went with Rutgers because Rutgers had, I think they had the better record or like head-to-head, you know, since they beat Illinois. But they were close to a bowl game. Coach Bielema's first year. Um, got a new offensive coordinator this year. Um, Coach Lenny Jr. from UTSA, who beat Illinois last year in Week 2 after Illinois had the big win versus Nebraska. And then Illinois last year had the big 9-overtime win versus Penn State, which was an instant classic. And they had a couple other wins. You know, they beat Minnesota later on in the year. They beat the rival Northwestern. So they, they won games last year, but then there was a couple that they were close in or a couple they competed in. Under year one, under Coach Brent Bielma, a new offense, new defense coordinator, and Coach Walters. So they were pretty close into competing last year and doing something very, very, very special. Um, coming into year two, new offensive coordinator. Um, they changed up their offense. Coach Mila calls it the Temp Pro because he wants to run um, pro style type runs and everything, but he wants to be up tempo. He understands um, how college football is going, he understands how you know to work everything he's you know very very smart as a head football coach um illinois last year was very inconsistent in what they were doing you know they 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 you know they could run the ball no question but it was just inconsistent for an example you lose to Rutgers, but then you beat up minnesota not saying you blew them out 40 something to nothing but they came in it was just more physical um so they did what they could do the first year. Coach Bill was trying to turn it around. Um, but it was just that's how it was inconsistent. Uh, again, we've already talked about this. We talked about how Illinois football is on the rise. So we're going to talk about what's coming to Illinois. People are sleeping on Illinois. And that's fine with me. People have no expectations for them unless you're an Illinois fan. If you're not around and looking at them and researching them like I am, People are sleeping on them, and that's fine. And I'm sure Coach Bielema and staff love that they're the underdog. They don't want to be talked about right now. They want to be under the radar, and maybe hopefully they upset some people. Last year, they only averaged about 20 points a game. This year, they should be averaging more. Isaiah Williams will still be a wide receiver. Chase Brown's going to be their running back. Now, they have a little quote-unquote quarterback battle going on between Syracuse transfer DeVito versus Art Statowski, who is still on the team. He was a transfer from Rutgers last season. In my opinion, as of this recording, I don't believe they've named a starter. It's hard for me to say that DeVito does not start because Art Statowski last year had moments where he could do pretty well. Then he had moments where he couldn't complete a three- or five-yard hitch. He would throw it over their head. He would throw it at the feet. There was just something wrong. He ended up getting hurt and having surgery, but he's still on the team. There's a quarterback battle. He has, you know, experience. But DeVito throws a better ball from what I've seen in the spring game and the things that I've read and seen. Again, we're not, I'm not there. I'm not there to see what's going on. This is all going by what I've seen and heard. Listening to him, watching him at Syracuse, he didn't blow anything out of the water at Syracuse. But Syracuse was a super, super young team. Uh, It was a very fast up-tempo offense. So that's why coming into Illinois, he should be be able to handle the type of tempo that Illinois wants to do. And he's mobile. He's a mobile quarterback that can move around the pocket. They even talked about during the spring game. They're not going to show that in the spring game. They're going to save that. 
So to do those type of things, to do zone reads, to do the real good RPOs with the running threat at the quarterback position, to be able to have a guy that's played in the ACC against big teams going to the Big Ten and able to do that, I think it's his job. I think it's his job, uh, even though they haven't come out with it quite yet, uh, but it's his job to lose, I believe. Arsatowski will be a good backup with experience, but I don't think that it's not going to be his job. It's, you know, I just don't see it. Um, Isaiah Williams is still uh, his wide receiver. He was one of the only threats we had last year, so I think having a guy that can spread the ball around, they don't have to get into the barge formation all the time with all the offensive linemen. They don't need to do that. They should be able to pass it to other people. Um, Luke Ford's coming back um, from Georgia. He'll be there. Uh, and, and so they have these other uh, wide receivers that they are adding into the mix. And I think the way you watch UTSA's offense, the way he's able to get other people the ball and Coach Luna Jr., I think that's going to be huge for them on offense. They're going to have a younger offensive line. And I got to talk to Coach Miller personally before their spring ball. And one good thing is, yes, one bad thing I should say, if you want to call it a bad thing, is now you don't have all the experience coming from last year's online. You have a couple coming back uh, for the offensive line. But you don't have all the experience. You know, you lose guys like a Doug Kramer to the NFL and others. So you have a younger offensive line coming in, and that's kind of one of the question marks they're putting on this Illinois team. But talking with Coach Miller and trying to get the true insights of the coaching and everything else, they love having these new offensive linemen because last year, even though they had the experience, they still added what they wanted, but they still had to kind of do what those guys were able to do. They were recruited there to run a different style of offense, which under the coach Lovey Smith time, it seemed like they had three or four different offenses that they ran. And so talking to Coach Miller, they what do you do when pressure's on? Sometimes you go back to what you know. You go back to muscle memory. So if they were recruited to be gap schemes and how to do certain things a certain way, that's what they were going to do. So last year, you saw a lot of you saw a wide outside zone, you saw inside zone, you saw some pin and pull, and that's what they're able to do. Now getting the younger guys in to immediately hit the ground running, Coach Coach Miller and them, he can put in what he wants. They can, they know the drills, they know the footwork. So we should see an offensive line that's going to gel more into what Coach Bielema and, and staff envisioned when they got to Champaign. So that can be a question mark for some. And It was great for Chase Miller to have such an experienced offensive line to help with the run game. But there's other running backs to help take the load off Chase Brown. You have a running quarterback to help out the offensive line because now if if you have five linemen and it's a a 4-2 box, realistically everybody's accounted for because running back's in there, quarterback's rating a guy, he can move. You bring Luke Ford in to block, that helps out the gap. Gets a 4-2 box, you bring him in, the outside linebacker if he stays off. Perfect. You have other guys there, but they still have to account for the quarterbacks who everybody is counted for. And so with a young offensive line that people, that's where their big question mark is right now, I think is good because they're able to mix in what they want to do. They're able to, you know, adapt to what they can do. And I think it'll be fun. They have a big offensive line coming in. Coach Miller has to be one of the best offensive line coaches there is. Getting to watch, watching it in person before and being able to talk to him and have conversations um, I think it, it's a great thing. The other question mark they have is their defense. They lost quite a few on defense. It got better. It got better as the year went on. You saw after the UTSA game and the Virginia game, 
the tweaks they made. Coach Walters became a hot commodity. They had to pay him. And I don't see that changing. If you're able to do that with putting in a new offense, getting away from that Tampa 2 and doing other things, I would think that they could do it this year. Yes, they lost some guys. They lost some good defenders. They're bringing back, though, a few of their most experienced tacklers. And so the thing on defense is, can you still get the pass rush? And the thing with Illinois, and this could be from a whole team perspective, but if you look on defense, anybody there can make a play. There's not one person, this is no offense to them, again, flying under the radar. There's no one person that is so far being talked about saying, that's the guy we got to worry about on defense. You have to worry about them all because any one of them is going to make a play. And that's what I think makes Illinois a dangerous team, especially for one of these top-tier teams that they end up playing, which we'll look at their schedule and then get into Wyoming, is you have to try to find their weakness. But if they're all going to make plays at some point, that's very hard to game plan for saying, well, yeah, they don't really have like this all-world beer. We're like, okay, we got to run away from this linebacker. We got to run away from this nose guard. Okay, that's their best safety or corner. He's a, like this huge five-star guy. And again, this is no offense to anybody. I think Illinois defense is going to be good once again and makes them more dangerous because now they are more balanced. They're more balanced. And they're going to play fast. They're going to play you know, hard. They're going to tackle well because Coach Bielma, again, we've talked about, I've said this many, many times. It's weird that he is an offensive line guy. He's not coaching offensive line, but you've seen offensive line that played for him. They go to the NFL. It's a weird combination to have an offensive lineman line under your resume, but be a defensive guy. And so that's very a weird combination that they have going on. But Coach Bielma is known for running the football. He's known for being tough, having tough teams, even at Arkansas. And defense, that's what he's known for. Um, defense is going to have to help Illinois at the beginning as they figure out their offense. Um, they had to do that last year. And they're going to have to continue to keep up the pressure from the defensive line. And Coach Walters is going to be able to scheme a little more because of having a whole year last year with the, with his system. And now he's going to have a whole spring ball. He's going to have a whole summer and fall camp with his system. And I think he understands the type of players he had because of the uh, changes that he did have to make during the season. Offensively, they're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to play action RPO, like I said. Illinois was 4-0 when they ran for over 185 yards. They were only 1-7 when they couldn't get to 185 yards rushing. Um, over the last two years, they were 6-0 when they hit the mark and 1-13 when they didn't. So, you know, only hitting over 51% of your throws last year is not a good thing. Um, but doing those type of things will take some pressure off your quote-unquote younger offensive lineman um, for the year. And before we start looking at the schedule and you know, talking about Wyoming. Um, we're going to talk about some fun stats that we found on Illinois to talk about them before we start diving into Wyoming and their schedule. All you football coaches out there, it's not too late to still be looking up drills. I know we're in our football seasons, going into our football seasons, but it's never too late to get back to the basics. And Coach Stone has done just that by creating his Back to the Basics drill manuals so if you go to coachstonefootball.com, click on Back to the Basics Drill Manuals, there's 
drills out there for everything, special teams, offense, defense, strength and conditioning, everything. He has done all the work for us to be simple, to get these drills to help us. You could be using even youth, high school, and even college. We, we make things too complicated. We need drills that are simple and back to the basics. His very first book is over 500 pages of drills. So go again, go to coachstonefootball.com, click on back to the basics drill manuals, and uh, let's get back to the basics. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Football coaches out there, do you ever stop and think about all the hits your big guys are taking in the trenches, your D-line, your offensive line? Because they hit each and every play. And that's why it's the best position in football. But they take a lot of hits and practices into the game. It's a lot of hits they're taking, a lot of blows. So there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the impact those guys are taking each and every week. And it's Guardian Caps at Guardian Sports. It helps reduce the impact by up to 30%, which is huge. So there's a way to protect the helmets, protect those guys. Uh, again, that's Guardian Sports. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps and you use the code 15 off, it's going to save you 15% off your order. Um, there's different colors out there and it doesn't matter if you're buying one, two, three, four, a hundred. doesn't matter. It's worn by over five NFL teams. More NFL teams are adding more and more each day, and you're seeing on TV and over 200-plus colleges. Again, you're seeing colleges left and right get them. There's a reason why they're getting them, and they that's why you see a lot of linemen and defensive linemen wear them. You've seen Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Penn State, and big-time NFL teams wear them. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. And I know it costs money, but I'm here to save you money. So guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps and use the code 15 off. It will save you 50% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Sports, for sponsoring this podcast. Some fun stats for Illinois football this past season. Um, that they that it still has to be talked about is first quarter scoring, they only scored 36 points. Uh, second quarter scoring, 102. Fourth down conversion, opponents 13 of 18, 72%. Illinois is 5 of 13. Passing yards per game, opponents 215. Illinois, 100. And 56. So you, you could see where they need some improvement. You need to see where they um, are going to have some focus um, coming into this 2022 season. Um, talking about Illinois, uh, the over under for them is four and a half. Four and a half wins for Illinois after they went five and seven last year. Um, we are going to check out their schedule and then we'll talk about. What I think for the full season, and we'll get into a little bit of why their matchup versus Wyoming and everything else. They, of course, open up with Wyoming, and then they've got Indiana, Virginia, Chattanooga, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Michigan State, Purdue, Michigan, and then they end at Northwestern for their rivalry game. Um, in-state rivalry game there. So it's not an easy schedule, but it's a schedule that sets them up to compete, especially if you compare it to last year. But it sets them up to compete in the Big Ten and looking at their non-conference games with Wyoming, Virginia, and Chattanooga. Now, out of those, Chattanooga is not going to be easy, but by principle, they're looking to win there. Virginia really got them last year and having... New head coach, new offense coming in, but their defense will struggle. So if Illinois' offense can click a little bit, that one could be a competitive game. And then on principle, they should be Wyoming. So you're looking at them going 2-1 and one so far in there. Um, again, 
Tommy DeVito is the Syracuse transfer, the way, kind of offense he played in. He should be able to fit right in. He did have a little bit of issues, but again, like I said, Syracuse was a very young offense or just a young team in general. Um, Chase Brown and Josh McCray are back running the football. Defense returns five of their top seven tacklers. Um, they had, you know, they had a good defense last year that we talked about. So the over-under is four and a half. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be over. Uh, Coach Bielema is going to get them ready. The whole staff's going to be ready. I think they're going to be very competitive. And I don't think he's going to allow them, I mean, to, to do that. I mean, I think they can beat Wyoming. I think they can beat Indiana. Virginia would be a tough one. Chattanooga, I think they could win. Where it becomes very, very tough when you're an Illini fan looking at this is Wisconsin and Iowa. He wants to, Coach Biela wants to beat Iowa from playing there. He wants to beat Wisconsin because that was his old team. But those two are tough. Now, Iowa could be up and down, like talking to a coach today. You know, Iowa's good one year, and then the next year they kind of drop off. So it was this year they drop off. Illinois beat Minnesota even under the Lovey Smith era, and they got them last year. People are really high on Minnesota, but that's just prime to if we can get offense clicking to beat them. I am convinced that Nebraska's in a downhill spiral. Michigan State's going to be very tough. Purdue's very tough. Michigan's very tough. And it's kind of awkward now watching Northwestern's practice, seeing how tough they are. to be very tough. But the schedule is set up for Illinois to go over that four and a half for people. So you got to hammer that, I think, the four and a half um, for Illinois. So to me, you really got to hammer that. That schedule is set up, I think, pretty well for them to uh, go over that four and a half win mark for them. So I am looking for them to get to a bowl game. And if any of the Illinois coaches are listening to me, I would love for them to just strive through the Big Ten. I would love for them to compete for the Big Ten championship. But as of right now, they could. They could. They could go on a run. They could go back to those old times where they beat number one Ohio State and get to the Rose Bowl and all that. It's perfectly um, feasible for them to do that. But I think they're... Coach B almost still got they've got some work to do before that exactly happens. Now if that happens, great. I'm all on board. But I'm fully behind Illinois Athletics. I'm fully behind what they're trying to do there. You know, he's attacking high school recruiting in Illinois, he's attacking the transfer portal and everything. So I think it's all set up to do well for Coach Bielma this year to get to that bowl game. Uh they do open up with Wyoming this year. Uh, they will play them on Saturday. Wyoming, Illinois is the favorite, uh, minus 11. Uh, the over-under for the total points is 44. Uh, Wyoming, a little homecoming for Coach Miller. He was the offensive line coach at Wyoming. Um, dating back to their games last year, they always show you the last five. Uh, Wyoming uh, went 3-2 and two in their last five, as well as Illinois. Now, Wyoming is not going to be a pushover. Illinois is favored. It's in Champaign, but there's not going to be a pushover, um, especially how Wyoming ended their year. They played in a bowl game against Kent State, who Sean Lewis is one of the great young head coaches, done very well. Um, but Wyoming had a good stretch and a bad stretch. They had a good stretch beating Montana State. Then they beat a very good Northern Illinois team last year, beat Ball State, beat UConn. Then they had a rough stretch. They lost to Air Force. They lost to Fresno State. They lost to New Mexico. Lost to San Jose State. Then they beat Colorado State. Lost to Boise. 
beat Utah State, who was pretty good. They lost to Hawaii, and then they beat Kent State. So they were up and down. So this game is is similar to the UTSA game, where I think some people, after we beat Nebraska, kind of overlooked them, and then we got rocked. And so this is not a game. I don't think Coach BMO will ever let them again look over at teams. This is this is not a give me. This is a very tough one. First game for them, week zero. There's not much football going on week zero. So a lot of eyes are going to be on them because everybody wants to watch football. Um, so again, for Illinois, they're going to have to come out and really showcase this tempo, showcase the ability of DeVito to be able to move. They're going to have to showcase on defense the type of schemes that they can do now with having more time to look at them. That offensive line, um, you know, they're going to really lean on um, Paluski. I always say his name wrong, Coach Miller. If for some reason listen to this, I do apologize. You know, they're going to have to lean on him. They're going to lean on some other guys. They got some big offensive linemen, but to mold them into what they want to be able to battle and compete in that, I think they're going to be able to do so. They have a good running back. They're going to get some receivers going. So I do think Illinois is in a position to compete, shock some people. Again, not exactly saying what they're going to go to the Rose Bowl and everything like that. It's very possible to do that, but the teams around them in the Big Ten – they're all getting better. It wasn't back in the day where it was only these four teams were really, really good and the rest were whatever. They have all improved. They've all gotten better. They've all attacked the transfer portal and gotten some good guys in. And so keep Illinois on the radar. Keep them, keep them you know, below the radar. Don't talk about them as much. I think they love that. I want them. They want to be the underdog. I want them to be the underdog. Nobody pay attention to them. So they can come in. They compete. They can win some games, get back to a bowl game, and you know make Illinois proud, and just just continue to roll and get the football program better. Um, we will follow Coach Bielma through that and his staff. So I am going with Illinois to be Wyoming. It's not going to be easy. They still have to, he's going to have them. They have to play still perfect so that way they continue to get better. But they will win against Wyoming and they will win more than four and a half games this year. Uh, not saying they blow people out. I just think they're going to compete. It'd be like those Penn State game where they're battling and hitting, and um, some games might be close. But I think they're going to be able to move the ball better to get better on the pass. They can run the ball, but they got to get better on the pass. Defense, they're going to be very balanced. They're going to be playing as a team. So. Illinois will beat Wyoming, and they'll have over four and a half wins for them. Um, So that wraps that up. A very quick Illinois 2022 preview. We will try to do pre-games for each game that they have, and we'll try to do a post-game for their games as well. And can't I'll try to get some Illinois coaches on, but that'll be very tough to do, but we're going to try. So thank you guys for watching and or listening again. Like and subscribe to YouTube channel. Thumbs up. Uh, follow at Coach underscore C72 on Twitter. Rate it on Apple and iTunes. All that good stuff. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. All that good stuff. Just appreciate anybody watching, subscribing, and all and all that good stuff. Thank you guys again. This has been Coach Steve. Let's have fun watching Illinois football. We'll see you guys next time. ILL.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.